Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. Not express how excited I am to speak to this next guest. <sighs> Shortly, I will be bringing on Jenna Fay. Now, Jenna Fay is the co-founder and CEO of Soul Meets Strategy. She partners with conscious entrepreneurs to scale their business by creating five-figure clients and multi-five-figure months doing their soul's work. <sighs> what she brings to the table is truly inspiring, and you can't help but to you know, really be captured by her energy and by the way that she shares her truth and the mission that's on her heart. So without further ado, here's our talk. Before we get started, I just wanted to take um, some time to acknowledge this amazing tribe that you've created, this amazing business that you have created. And just the, you are so inspirational. Like I have to say to you, Every post that you put up, I am like, oh, yes, I feel that in my bones, you know, that, that I resonate with that. Um, so before we get too deep into our conversation, I'd love you to share a little bit about, about yourself, um, what your business is and what you're passionate about. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you so much, Jessica. I, I deeply receive that and appreciate that. And yeah, I'm happy to share a little bit more about me and, and what I'm up to in the world and what my mission is for sure. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Jenna Fay, and I'm the co-founder of our amazing company, Soul Meet Strategy, which I co-run and facilitate with my partner in Shine and soon-to-be husband, Spencer. And what we specialize in is partnering with conscious entrepreneurs to scale their business to the sustainable five figures and beyond per month in their business. So essentially building six-figure and multi-six-figure businesses because we have a deep soul mission and belief that the more soul-centered conscious entrepreneurs who are creating lots of resources, both time and financially in their business, the better place our world is going to be and the bigger collective shift. Really what we're all about, we've scaled our own business up into the multi six figures while traveling the world together over the last two and a half years. And something that is so important to us is the connection and co-creation and community building amongst other leaders, which is, I mean, that's what led you and I to connecting. So how beautiful is yes. that? I know. I, I just love that, that, that co-creation. I think when it comes to, um, you know, you know, say coaching businesses and things like that, I think a lot of coaches get it wrong in the sense that they think that they're fixing someone as opposed to, no, we're, we're actually, we're all co-creating here. We're co-creating uh, change within ourselves and with, you know, out, outside into humanity, the co, the co-creation. So, you know, what are your thoughts on the importance of choosing to co-create 
and to collaborate as opposed to competing. Mm, Oh my goodness. This is, I could do an entire episode with you just on that Mm. subject alone because it is every, you know, for so long, especially for those, you know, in a corporate background and really just in general, our society conditioning and most people's blueprinting is to compete and to look for lack and how there's not enough. And a lot of the time, like let's just say in the online space, people see it as becoming really oversaturated, um, a lot of competition when number one, saturation to me is an awesome thing because it means that there's a need for it. It means that people are doing and receiving the work of coaches and healers and all these amazing people. And that's really not going anywhere. It's going to continue to rise. So that's amazing in itself. But on the collaboration side of things, the work that people do goes so much further when they're coming from that space of collaboration. Because to me, that's truly operating from a space Mm. of abundance rather than a space of scarcity, you know, that there's not enough or that there's a lack. And it's really at the end of the day, most people get into this kind of work because they want to help people, you know, they've had some sort of spiritual awakening, their consciousness is rising, they want to help people, Um, they want to help people in the same ways that they've been helped themselves on their journey. So to be in a space of competition is really going against that. It's basically the opposite of that. Because at the end of the day, it's all about helping people get what they need. Mm. So when you collaborate amongst other leaders, you know, if you're not the right fit to help somebody, then you'll actually have people in your network who can serve that person even more so, or maybe, you know, that that's their next stage. And so it's really a powerful way to not only help more people, but actually grow your business even more. And I, I so resonate, you know, with that because even, you know, with the beautiful group that you have and, you know, our conscious leaders tribe here, the spiritual Avengers here on the Gold Coast, um, that is a prime, prime example of Mm -hmm. that. Cause I was always in this kind of, I guess, scarcity mindset where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, no, I can't. Um, And I also, you know, there are coaches out there that put the fear of God into you. Um, You know, when you're coming up and you're getting mentorship, they'll say, do not promote anybody else. Do not um, engage with this person. Um, And I just thought, you know, this is actually some bullshit right here. (laughs) That's what I came to realize that um, it was just so not aligned with my personal values, um, you know, of helping everyone lift and, and, and rise. And I've actually received so much more business and achieved so much more through co-creation and collaboration. How did you get into, how did soul meet strategy come about? Like, how did you get into this business? Oh man, that is a loaded question. I'll give you the short, the short and sweet version. Um, I think like so many of us, it started on my own personal journey. And the shorter version of that is, you know, five years ago, I was in corporate, I was 70 pounds heavier, I was in an awful relationship, I was just like, like all areas of my life were just not very aligned. Um, but personal development was totally not on my radar. Neither was entrepreneurship. Wow. I basically just spent my time being a people pleaser mm. um, and doing everything I should. So my journey, which led to Soulmate Strategy, started about five years ago with actually with network marketing. Um, started with me focusing first on health, just myself, you know, just losing weight, getting physically more healthy, um, 
And so that was like the very first stepping stone, which then led to me feeling better in my Mm. body. Then I started working with a trainer. Then I hired a coach. And it was just this like crazy ripple effect um, that very much started physically. And by having that crossover of being involved in network marketing, that was my first taste of the idea really of entrepreneurship Mm. and the, the idea of freedom, the Line, the idea of doing something else. And I was working in human resources, which I got into because I wanted to help people slash didn't know what I wanted to do <laughs> yes. with my life. Um, and, you know, had been working there for three and a half years out of university, um, had worked my way up, there was nowhere left for me to grow within the company. Yeah. Like I was the manager yeah. in that area. There was nowhere else to grow and nothing else to do. And, and ultimately, it came down to the fact that I got really good at firing people. Um, I've laid off like close to 100 people in my career and five really small. And, you know, basically, I was crushing people's souls and dreams and telling them, hey, by the way, you don't have a job anymore. Good luck. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is the total opposite of what I'm here to do um, and what my real mission is. So it just naturally evolved where you know, I, I shed the relationship I was in, I lost the weight. And then I just kind of fell into it, so to speak, like I started going to network marketing events, then I started realizing the whole entire sphere of coaching and healing. And I just became really hungry for it. Um, it just kind of put something up within me, so to speak of mm, I didn't even know. Beautiful. So I just started shedding all these layers, like I left the relationship, mm. I lost all the weight. You know, the big thing was three years ago, um, leaving my corporate job. So it's just coming up on the anniversary of that. So woohoo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that's exciting. Yeah. So thank you. That that was a big deal. Also totally terrifying at the mm. time in this corporate role in human resources and got into it because I obviously wanted to help people. I just didn't really know what my mission or my vision or my purpose or any of those things were at the time. So I, I fell into that hoping to help people, but actually got incredibly good at firing people. So like the total opposite (laughs) of what I wanted to do. I've fired probably in and around about 100 people in my three-year career in human resources, which, you know, really, but it was long enough to realize, okay, this is not the long game of what I want to do. And I just started paying attention to what was presenting itself to me. So I actually didn't leave corporate to go full quote unquote, in my business, I left to pursue personal training full time. It was kind of my stepping stone. Ah. Still kind of a real, you know, commitment wise, because I mean, to scale a business while you're traveling, like I always say travel in itself is one of the most healing, triggering kind of things that you can do, you can't really hide. And then you have conscious business in there. And then you have a partner. And you're really just forced to up level. Um, So that's kind of when soulmate strategy was Earth, yeah, so per- to speak, was name. You've nailed the name of the business there. Thank you. I'll give that credit to Spencer. He's the best at naming oh, things. Shout out and to Spencer. Shout out to Spence. And yeah, the, you know that's really where it started. Was basically uh, taking a cumulative of all of our experience of both going to business school, having this background, both having a lot of different spiritual awakenings, coaching certifications, like all, all these things that we just compiled together into what's really our mission? Like what's the yeah. bigger thing that we're here to do? Because from the minute we met, we met on Tinder and within a week we were living together. Okay. <laughs> and within a few I just weeks, need to like we had a company. One second. You met on Tinder. 
Yeah, and the plot thickens wow. because we met on Tinder because I'm <laughs> and I was like, this guy's pretty fit. Um, I had just gotten out of this previous seven-year relationship and thought, well, I don't want to go on any dates. My friend set me up on a date on Tinder, and this guy tried to sell me utilities from a network marketing company. And I was like, oh my god, no more dates. I'm just gonna be single forever. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with this. I'm just gonna build my business. Oh. And I was like, well. I guess I'll go on this date. Worst case scenario, I'll sell this guy some protein shakes and, you know, no more dates for me. But yeah, we met and he was literally a week later. Yeah. And now he's like your fiance. Like, I think, wow, that, that is, that is insane. Um, I don't think very often we hear people, oh yeah, I met on Tinder. Now we travel the world. Like we, you know, we've scaled our business to like six, seven figures, multiple figures, and we're helping other people do it and create impact at the same time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we have a little bit of a unique story, and it's we just we move really fast, like in all all senses. We met him, sure you can move in, like literally at this time he had a honey company. I'm like, sure you can bring in like all of your bee stuff. There's like honey in my garage. He's living there. His canoe is there, uh, you know. And then everything is just really fast. I'm like, yeah, I'll just quit my corporate job. Sure, we'll travel all the time yeah let's get engaged after like six months sure we'll fly across the world it and just that's, always that's the uh, evolves in, right? but that's the, it's the lean yeah. in you have to lean in and if you guys are listening to this I bet you that there is something on your heart right now that you're like oh I'm feeling so much resistance but I really I know that that's what I need to do to get to where I'm meant to be and where I want to be you've got to you've got to you've got to let go all in you know you've got to go in yeah you have to you have to like fully lean into your edge and just make peace with the fact that a lot of the time it doesn't make sense. Yes. A lot of the time it's yes. super freaking scary, yeah. you know, and a lot of the time it, it really stretches your comfort zone. And the interesting thing is I, I have found that I'm so, I, I was so comfortable being uncomfortable in my old life, you know, just yeah. basically just being in the matrix, doing everything I thought I should. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because then there was this period, and I, I mean, I still go through it till now, but it's interesting to see the paradigm shift. But in the initial phases, you know, people hear these stories of, oh, my God, this person scaled their business and travels the world. Like, how could I ever do that? Or they must have some, like, secret society that they're in to be able to do this or something yeah. um, with, like, limitless funds. When in reality, when I quit my job, I had no exit plan. I was over $30,000 in debt, which I don't necessarily recommend guys if you're listening to this and you are still in a job, it doesn't mean you have to make big leaps. But the thing is behind the scenes, there was all these little micro leaps. Mm. There was all these little things happening that literally started with like a, a podcast like this or a book. Um, and just doing little things that start to create medium things that then outside to people externally look like huge quantum leaps. And sometimes you do take a big quantum leap of faith. But to have big results, it doesn't always mean you're taking big action. It's, mm. it's energetically committed action. consistently. Um, yeah. And, th and then things can move really fast, but I've just made so much peace with being uncomfortable that now if things become stagnant, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Something's weird here. Like I'm uncomfortable because I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's it. So, you know, lean in guys. And you know, one question that I have for you, Jenna, um, and you've just touched on that is, um, when, when do we know, uh, like when's a good time to leave your full-time hustle, right? 
your full-time everyday mm-hmm. job to step in fully into your, uh, your, your coaching business or whatever, whatever you're creating. When do you know that it's safe or it's the time? I love this question. I feel like this is also a loaded question because for one thing, one, one of the biggest things I've realized and I love to tell my clients and I love to share is that stability is a total fucking illusion. I hope I can swear on um, here. I swear a lot. Yes, you uh, fucking can. <laughs> perfect. Good. Uh, oh. um, it's a total illusion. Like we're, we're taught to like have the white picket fence and you know, you'll have your savings and into your pension plan and blah, 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 blah. But one of the biggest things that my corporate job showed me is, and this was the gift within it, is stability is a total illusion. Like me having to fire 100 people and not fired. Like I bet you out of that, only 20% of them were people that actually got fired because they were shitty, like a shitty employees. Most of the people were like longtime amazing employees that were getting laid off because there wasn't enough work or things were unpredictable or they were trimming the fat, so to speak, in corporate corporate terms and a lot of those people didn't deserve to lose their job and they didn't see it coming Mm. and that was the big thing I realized is like a lot of entrepreneurs who are kind of one foot in one foot out are like oh but if I go full in on my business like it's so unpredictable like how how will I ever know like I have this like safety net of being in my job and I kind of just call bullshit on that Mm. and both bullshit and the fact that having some sort of corporate or full-time job is stable for one, because you're, you're just building somebody else's dream and that can be pulled beneath you at any time, which is scary, but true. And on the entrepreneurial side of things, like who's to say that you have to buy into the story that you have to have unpredictable or unsustainable income. Like that's just a story. And yes, there's risks involved with being an entrepreneur and a lot of responsibility, which quite honestly, I think is the big thing that scares people is actually responsibility, Mm. responsibility for themselves, for their future to like really own that because we all are. But I think a lot of people don't have conscious ownership of that when they're they're in just kind of the hamster wheel, so to speak. So that's that's kind of like one point on that is I think the whole addressing the whole stability issue and just first off acknowledging that okay it's there's always going to be risks involved and there's always going to be a cost so asking yourself like what's the cost because yes here's a really good share around that it's like full transparency so I quit my corporate job then I did personal training I maxed that out like I blew it up but also oh I recommend somebody determines like if and when they should leave is taking a look at the the cost and at what point is it actually hindering your success in your business Mm. and your profitability in your business? Because yeah, it's awesome to have an exit plan. It's awesome to have savings. You have some runway. And if you can do that, great. But if it's totally killing your resonance and your frequency and your vibes to be in this job that you hate and you actually have a business that is scalable like at some point you're going to have to make a leap and it's going to be scary no matter what. So I guess, yeah, I guess the big things here is looking at stability, actually evaluating your business model. Like some people buy into this unicorn fairy tale that if they just put on their Instagram bio that they're a coach, everything will be all good. But it it really doesn't work like that. You actually do need to still have some standardization, like some processes, some, some of that strategy stuff that I find a lot of the more spiritual community is kind of like bleh because they're kind of wanting to ditch out of that lifestyle um so it's kind of about finding the dance between the two but realizing like you actually do have something here that's profitable something that 
can pay you a full-time income because there's way too many people um, who are amazing soul-centered entrepreneurs that are being super undervalued, super underpaid and really overworked. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's just so, so powerful. And I love this mission that you have on your heart. It's so authentic and you know, the value that you provide in this, this conscious leaders scaling to six and seven figures is, is insane. And it is a collaboration because people get on and they share, they share, share, share. And I just think, yes, Yes. Yes to this, you know, powerful. Thank you. And yeah. And I'm so glad that you're a part of it. Like how amazing is that? I know. I love it. I love it. I'm loving connecting with everyone. Um, and you know, getting the opportunity to contribute as well is, is super exciting. And, and that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, when it comes to coaches, healers, we all have a mission on our hearts, which is to make the world a better place. Yeah, exactly. And the more that, yeah, and the more that people wake up, like the more that consciousness rises. Yeah, coaching and this entire industry is not going anywhere. I do, I do genuinely believe that we are coming into a global recession. Like the numbers don't lie, and you know the kind of scary fact is that about eighty percent we predict of online like coaches, healers, etc entrepreneurs are probably not going to be in their business in the next one to two years because they're not building an actual sustainable business. You know, they're too focused on vanity numbers. They're too focused on hype. They're not actually doing their own inner work. They're not positioning themselves as experts. Like there's so many criteria to that, which is actually a really sad thing. But at the same time, the need and the demand for this work isn't going anywhere. So those who put the work in, are actually going to thrive more than ever. And even when we're in a more global recession, people are going to spend money more than ever on coaches because our entire educational paradigm is completely shifting. Like people are going to be continuing to invest in experts to help them with things like their business and their careers, because it's such a natural progression. Like not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur, but so often people do the inner work and then they want to go out and spread that externally So that's not going anywhere. And then the need for people who start to wake up, like sometimes people get in the coaching space and they think everybody's a coach, everybody's marketing. uh, When in reality, there's like millions and like literally billions of people who are completely off the radar. Like they haven't even started to wake up yet. And so Mm. the cool thing and that collaboration is that when people start connecting and collaborating as leaders, this is where I see the path of how people can continue to serve. Like, you know, an example of that is somebody like, let's just say starts listening to some books and podcasts and starts to have their own awakening, so to speak. And they start getting to explore and they're curious about like, how can there be more to life? So then they stumble across a life coach and they hire them. They start to shift their life there and they're like, cool, well now I want to work with a nutrition coach and get that like area of my life dialed in and they're like awesome cool like now I'm gonna work with a business coach and launch my soul-led business awesome well you know now I have all these things like I want to work with a relationship coach so as people continue to build these relationships even in the same niche yes like it's going to serve people more and more and more and I think that is the most beautiful thing in the world yeah I love that I love that oh and as we shed those layers, like you've just said, is there's always a different area. There's, you know, I don't think 
I don't know anyone that has everything that is 100% perfect all the time. Like I call bullshit. Totally. There's always, and then as, exactly. And as we uncover each layer, like something else becomes presented to us and you're like, oh, hello. (laughs) Oh, okay. I guess I need to work on that now. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to lean in, I want to start taking action, then Number one, just start taking some action, like start taking some baby steps to begin with and just know that not every coach you see, like no one is perfect. Like you get to be imperfect. It doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, and that's the cool thing. And whether you're an entrepreneur right now or you're new or you're more established or you're curious, the cool thing is that the work that you're doing now, like whether it's personal or if you're in a conscious relationship, business all of these things are mirrors for you like you literally can't yes. hide which yeah. is the cool thing like if you notice that you're having a lot of resistance to being seen in your business well that's a sign that there's some further healing to be done if you're really triggered about charging the prices and you're attaching your worth to your prices like that's a sign that there's like a worthiness issue happening um you know like it, it's so cool to see how intricate things truly are at their core yeah honestly I love being triggered like I've got to the point now where I'm like yes I'm triggered Woo! what does this mean for me right what what is this feedback I'm receiving right now like oh I just like to sit in it so it's it's so it's so awesome and um I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for coming on here and you know taking the time to chat with us today and to share your wisdom, um, everything that you're about. Um, I love everything that you're about and um, I'm really, really excited for the future. (sighs) So exciting. And um, can you hear me? I'm not too sure if you can still hear me. I think I may have lost you. Yep, I can hear you. Oh, perfect, perfect. So, um, yeah, so uh, before we go, though, I do have one final segment. And this, oh, I'm so excited. Okay. i got to take a deep <laughs> breath. <laughs> this is my favorite part. So um, I'll prepare myself. Yes, yeah, take some deep breaths, prepare yourself. This is like, an, you know, some people are like, oh, my God, like I need to like journal after this. So this, is, this segment, this final segment is called the final fours. So these four okay. questions um, are, are all about, um, I'm not even going to tell you what they're about. I'm just going to ask, ask you these questions and we're going to see what flows and what comes out. Okay, I'm ready for it. Beautiful. So question number one, what is your definition of spirituality? Ooh, that's a good question. To me, spirituality is essentially being human. Because <laughs> to me, and that sounds so cliche, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm. So to me, it's very, very much a, it, it's our experience here on earth and completely intertwines with that whole concept of consciousness. And so often as humans, we're like consciousness police, you know, trying to pick out how conscious somebody is or how woke they are or if we're good enough, if we've done enough development. But to me, it's basically working to be self-aware. 
Mm. You know, working to connect on a deeper level with yourself, which essentially is connecting with God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, um, that is us at the end of the day. Beautiful. What do you think happens when we die? Ooh, these are good questions, Jessica. Um, what I think happens, and I'm always, I'm like the conspiracy theory alien, like, <laughs> totally. I, I'm, like, in it all the time. Yeah, like, researching, um, I'm learning and expanding. So I'm always happy to geek out with anyone on this stuff anytime. Mm. But in, in short, you know, who who really knows for sure until we die? But I've read a lot of books on people who have had, you know, like they've died, like near death experiences where they've died and come back. You know, I've worked with plant medicines and I, I feel like all of these things, I have enough evidence, at least in my mind, that we we all come back into this like vortex of love, essentially, where we go back mm. to whatever whatever it is that we're floating around. I feel like it's almost too much for our like human mind to like truly fathom. But I do feel like in some form or fashion, we leave our human bodies I, I don't think that there's like a heaven with like gates where you like pay your money to get in there. Um, I think that it's more on like a spiritual, like soul level. Like, I... If you could ask the powers that be, so you can literally ask, um, you know, whoever this higher source, whatever that is to you, you could ask any question you wanted, what would it be? Hmm. Any question that I wanted. Yeah. Just- um, ooh. That is a hard question. Any question that I wanted. You know, I would I would probably honestly really be curious to know a little bit more on the whole idea of humanity. <laughs> Which is like a, a totally deep question, but like really wanting to know like did we evolve are we aliens you know star seeds that came here did we come here from like the anawaki um like what like how exactly did did we come to be and why um oh is something that i would be pretty curious to know oh my gosh i love that and yes i can definitely see how you geek out on all the conspiracy <laughs> stuff and everything. i love that that is a great answer okay so um, this next one, this next part is really just finishing, um, finishing the sentences. Okay. So think of this as your legacy. You know, you're no longer here. This is what people are saying about you. So Jenna made me feel. Jenna made me feel powerful, purposeful. Jenna was always kind and open, open hearted. Jenna taught me how to scale a business to six figures and beyond. That's it. <laughs> how to scale a business, mofos. Yes. Amazing. Oh, well, it's been so freaking awesome to have you on here. Like, um, so grateful, so inspired by you, and um, I'm really excited to see what the future holds um, for our relationship, our rapport, but for everything that you're creating. I stand by you 100%. Thank you so much, Jessica. I'm back at you. Like, I'm so happy to be here, so happy to be in contribution for the connection that we have, and really 
truly hope from the bottom of my heart that those of you that took time to listen into this, that you've taken away some sort of nugget that you can apply to your life and or your business. Yes, absolutely. And I will make sure that um, on my Facebook business page, guys, I will share all of the links and a beautiful bio um, so that you can get in touch with Jenna. You can check out Soul Meets Strategy and really come and be a part of the tribe. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with Jenna Fay from Soul Meets Strategy. I highly recommend checking out her Facebook group, Conscious Leaders, Scaling to Six and Seven Figures. It is a powerful, powerful and, you know, really filled with education and great, great value for people who are conscious entrepreneurs. So if that sounds like something that you are keen to, uh, to join, then please head to my Facebook page to learn more. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Practically Spiritual podcast. I cannot wait to bring the next guest on. If you have any guest requests or recommendations, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram on the handle at Jessica Palmer Official or send me through an email at jessicapalmerofficial at gmail.com. Perhaps you have an inspirational story or an important message or gift that you know that you need to share with the world. I would love to hear from you. If this podcast, this transmission has impacted your life in any way at all, I would love to know. So feel free to connect, send me an email, DM me, tag, share all the good stuff. I can't wait to hear from you. Keep striving, keep thriving.